Hello and welcome to The Aside. I'm Nick Waxman. And I'm Ellie Eres. In this episode, we're going to be discussing Jerzy Grotowski. Grotowski was an innovative Polish theatre director and theorist whose approaches to acting, training and theatrical production have significantly influenced theatre today. He was born in Poland in 1933 and studied acting and directing at the Ludwig Solsky Academy of Dramatic Arts in Krakow and also at the Russian Academy of Theatre Arts in Moscow. Grotowski made his directorial debut in 1958 with the production of Gods of Rain, which introduced his bold approach to working with text. Later in 1958, Grotowski was invited to serve as director of the Theatre of Thirteen Rows. There, he began to assemble a company of actors and artistic collaborators, which would help him to realise his revolutionary poor theatre style. He called his theatre style poor because it was stripped of all the excess of traditional theatre. Grotowski made the actor's voice and body central to the performance. To quote Grotowski, the acceptance of poverty in the theatre, stripped of all that is not essential to it, revealed to us not only the backbone of the medium, but the deep riches which lie in the very nature of the art form. He also said, By gradually eliminating whatever proved superfluous, we found that theatre can exist without makeup, without costumes and scenography, without a separate performance area, without lighting and sound effects, etc. It cannot exist without the actor-spectator relationship of perceptual, direct, live communion. Wow. In Grotowski's poor theatre, only stationary light sources were used. Costumes were nondescript. The actors used their voices rather than relying on instrumental music or, or pre-recorded sound effects. Set elements were also very limited. The performance space would be divided in varying ways to allow for intimate interactions and exchanges between the performers and their audience. Grotowski sought for something beyond drama. He worked to develop his actors' physical and emotional responses. He began to experiment with approaches to performance training. One of the many productions he staged with the Theatre of Thirteen Rows was Acropolis, this production was one of the finest examples of Grotowski's poor theatre. In it, the company of actors representing concentration camp prisoners build the structure of a crematorium around the audience while acting out stories from the Bible and Greek mythology. This production had particular resonance for the audiences, as the Auschwitz concentration camp was only 60 miles away from where the production was staged. Acropolis received significant international acclaim and launched Grotowski's career as a leading director of experimental theatre. It also popularised his poor theatre style. His production of Acropolis was filmed and the entire production is actually available to watch on YouTube. It's an incredible resource for drama and theatre studies teachers and their students. You can find the video by searching Acropolis on YouTube or Google. There are also excellent YouTube resources which show Grotowski's actor training exercises in action, as well as interviews with Grotowski that teachers and students would find very useful. But let's get back to Grotowski's career. In 1964, Grotowski premiered his production of The Tragical History of Dr. Faustus. In this production, the actors used no props. Instead, Grotowski let the actors' bodies represent different objects. To quote Grotowski, By his controlled use of gesture, the actor transforms the floor into a sea, the table into a confessional, a piece of iron into an animate partner. 
He also established an intimate actor-audience relationship by seating the audience members as the guests at Faust's Last Supper, with the action unfolding on and around the table where they were seated. In 1968, Grotowski's company took his production of Acropolis to the Edinburgh Festival. And that was in fact the same year that Grotowski published Towards a Poor Theatre, his seminal text. And in 1969, Grotowski's company made its debut in the United States. In 1973, Grotowski published Holiday, which outlined a new focus for his research into the relationship between the actor and the spectator. He referred to this investigation as his paratheatrical phase. In this period of his work, Grotowski travelled intensively through India, Mexico, Haiti and other places around the world, seeking to identify traditional cultural practices that significantly impacted on the participants. Many ancient rituals and chants were recorded and observed. These international connections allowed him to pursue and fund his program of cultural research. It also gave him the opportunity to flee Poland following the imposition of martial law and seek political asylum in the United States. In 1983, Grotowski was invited by Professor Robert Cohen to begin a course of work known as Objective Drama. This phase of research was characterised by an investigation of the psychophysiological impact of traditional cultural songs on participants. Whoa. This meant exploring the impact of cultural practices on the mind and the body. Ritual songs linked to Haitian and other African cultural traditions became an especially fruitful tool for his research. Grotowski became increasingly uncomfortable with the adoption and adaptation of his ideas and practices, particularly in the US. So he left America in 1985 and moved to Italy, where he established the Grotowski Work Centre in Pontedera near Pisa. At this centre, he continued his theatre experimentation. He also directed training and private theatrical events almost in secret for the last 20 years of his life. He passed away in 1999, suffering from leukaemia and a heart condition. During his life, Grotowski revolutionised theatre and is considered a pioneer of contemporary experimental theatre. Grotowski and his group of actors became known in particular for their experimental work on the human voice. Alan Seymour, speaking of Grotowski's 1963 production of Faustus, noted that the performers' voices reached from the smallest whisper to an astonishing, almost cavernous tone, a resonance and power I have not heard from actors before. Grotowski repeatedly described his rehearsal process and performances as sacred, seeking to revive what he understood to be the roots of drama in religious, ritual and spiritual practice. So, let's look at some of the conventions of poor theatre that students and teachers could explore in their classrooms. I think one of the main conventions of poor theatre involves experimenting with the actor-audience relationship. Students might like to explore this device in their work by placing their audience in and around the performance. They might also like to explore how objects might be used to transform setting. Think laying out paper to become a pathway, then raising that same paper above your head to become a roof of a house. Or the students might like to explore how they could use their bodies to transform into objects and settings. Uh, consider how the human body might meld into a door or a window frame or, or even a toaster. They could experiment with creating actor-generated soundscapes to underscore their performance work. Or play with ritualised sound and movements to enhance their work. One exercise I like to get my students to do is develop their own ritualised movement sequence. They start by creating a movement or gesture for each syllable of their name. For example, 
Nick Waxman has five syllables. Nick Cutlass Waxman. So I would perform five distinct actions whilst reciting my name. The students then get into small groups of three or four. Each person in the group presents their name and movement sequence to their group. After each member presents, the group then has to repeat the name and the movement back to them. After each member of the group has finished, the entire group has to rehearse a movement sequence that incorporates all the names and the actions from their group. They could then repeat the exercise, but replace their names with sounds or, or chanting. They could also play with the speed and repetition of the movement sequences and see what happens when each member of the group is presenting the movement sequence in a different rhythm pattern. An exercise I like to do with my students is get three students to stand in a triangle formation facing the same direction. The student at the head of the triangle moves in slow motion and the actions have to be copied mirror style by the other two members of the triangle. The person leading the activity can turn to face another direction, at which point relinquishing the opportunity of leading the activity to another student in the triangle. They could repeat this activity by adding more students each time. They could have 6, 10 or 15 people. Students could also work in groups to create frozen stage pictures of a particular setting or object relevant to their performance work. Once they have a series of tableaus that they're happy with, they might experiment with using ritualised sound and movement to transform between the different settings and objects. They could then shape a short performance and consider how they might present their work whilst blurring the line between actor and spectator. Well, that's just about all we have time for on this episode of The Aside. There are a range of episodes in the bank, so feel free to listen to one that grabs your attention. All the details are in the episode descriptions. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here and to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Please do not hesitate to email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.